You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode with Gifted with Sheila White. I am excited. I have my sister with me on today. I am just over the top joyful today. Uh, My guest today is a flame of ambition. She is an entrepreneur, an innovator, and a cultural icon. She is just doing it like no one else. Sharice Nicole is a real estate broker, a branding and media consultant, a producer, speaker, and a Guinness Book World holder, you all. She's a singer and an actress. I want to welcome our guest today, Miss Sharice Nicole. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with you today. You know, you, you have such a long resume. I'm like, we're going to have to break it down and put it into a capsule because there's so much that you have done. There's so much that you are doing currently. And, you know, I want to just get started with 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 uh, something that you've done. Um, you were Guinness. You were a nominated um, for a cooking show. Let's talk a little bit as we get started about this cooking show that you did with children, because a lot of kids are in the kitchen trying to do some things today, helping mom. Mom is trying to keep the kids busy. Tell us about how that got started and about that journey. Wow, that was uh, okay. So uh, it's called the Junior Cuisine Cooking Show, and okay. uh, and uh, it, it wow, it was just such a move of faith. That's why I would I would have to start off there, uh, because at that time this was back when my daughter was probably about maybe eight or nine, mm. and she was always in the kitchen with me. She loved to cook, and it got to the point where she would literally you know type out rest you know recipes, and she'd say, "Can you go get the ingredients? I want to try this." And uh, she did a book report one time, and this book report was intense, how she talked about how she really wanted this to be basically her career. So that's what I knew as a mom, okay, this, she's really serious about this. At that time, I was, I had came out of corporate Mm -hmm. and I purposely came out so that I could be with my children, with my, both of my daughters. Okay. Um, I really wanted to start cultivating whatever gifts that were inside of them. Mm. So I would, I was observing them to see what were their natural talents and abilities because I wanted to encourage them to steer mm. them in the right direction for really whatever God's purpose was for their life. Right, and right, right. When I saw my daughter just so excited about cooking, I, there was one day, I, I promise you, I was walking down the street and I had an aha moment and it came to me, do a kid's cooking show. And I was like, mm kids cooking show. There were none out at the time. Nobody was yeah. doing anything with kids and cooking. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I got on the phone, called my cousin who uh, he worked for WGM for years. And I said, Hey, remember, I always told you if I had a concept for TV, you, you would help me. And he said, yeah. I said, what about kids and cooking? And he was like, that's it. He mm. said, that's it. And, you know, we got started, you know, with what we had. Yeah. We yeah. Started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how, how how can you encourage parents today? Because, like I said, parents are trying to keep their kids occupied and their little little toddlers are in the kitchen or moving around or even as they're nine, 10, a little bit older, like your daughter was. How can we encourage that more? Because it's family time if they're in there with us instead of just pushing them to, uh, you know, television or go watch a movie or something. How can we encourage kids to 
um, families even just to spend more time in that process, because I think that's so important. It's also a bonding time. You know, you, you, she was like, go get these ingredients and go do that. And so how can we encourage more of that? Would you say? That's a great point. Uh, I would say we can encourage families. One, there's so yeah. many things that can be done. You know, yes. like you said, food has always brought families together. Brought, mm. and also not just families. It's always uh, been able, we've been able to uh, break barriers with cultures, with food. Wow. Wow. Lots of different barriers. Think of all the different type mm. of foods that exist, the different genres mm. and food brings everybody together, you know, from corporations, from business meetings, you know, we, we break bread over food. Mm. So why not for our families? It's, I feel like it's always been a part of our heritage, part of mm -hmm. our history. Mm -hmm. uh, grandma was in the kitchen and then the daughters were in the kitchen. She pulled mm -hmm. them in. And even when it comes to the kids, even if it's something very small that they can do, where if you, you let them spread the, the, mm -hmm. the butter on the bread, you know, yeah. you give them something to be in charge of. And it also, it builds self-esteem. It builds morale. They mm -hmm. feel good about it. Uh, and then when we all break bread, it's such a beautiful feeling to that child when yes. the mother or the grandfather or grandmother, grandfather acknowledges the child and says, Hey, uh, Jimmy made the bread. Jimmy made the, <laughs> you know, the French, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Feel they feel great. That's true. That is really true. Cause I remember as a child, um, just playing, um, house and cooking was a part of that. You know what I'm saying? You got to make, if you're outside, you're making mud pies or, or you're doing things with your friends and you're playing house and, and being doing things and cooking and making things was a bonding time when we were, were kids having fun. And then as I got a little bit older, then it was like, OK, now they have these little kitchen sets and things like that. I had that for my daughter, little kitchen set, little dishes and little food things. And it really is something that's so different um, than just saying, here is an electronic. Here's a here's a cell phone. Here's a toy because it engages their mind, their imagination. They have to think, OK, now the food is done. Now I'm putting in it. There's an easy bake ovens or something like that. They used to have where you could make little yeah. little food and things. And and it was such a great time because you're able to watch it and talk to them. Is it done yet? Let's taste it. And and as you said, someone could say, oh, that's good or, you know, whatever they did. And so that is something that's really special. And, and I hope that more families can enjoy that special moment of spending time in the kitchen. And you're so right. Sitting around the table with grandma or. Uh, with family, d d culturally, holidays, food is such a big part of our life. So that was really a great, great show. And uh, you were nominated uh, for that as well, because that was like in the days where like there's no kids in the kitchen, which was which was mm -hmm. tremendous. So so congratulations on that. You have that always. You, know? <laughs> you have that. All you were the first. You were the first. Um, now, I know that music has been such a big staple in your life. I mean. You just you, you, you're a songbird. You are a songbird, truly. And uh, hearing you sing it is such an inspiration. Um, our ears are just perked up. You, you, it, if you when you sing, it floods us. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's almost like every year you should have an album coming out because there's something special about your music. What let's talk a little bit about your latest project that you have coming out. And what was your inspiration for that? Because you've been singing inspirational music for a number of years, but this particular project is something different. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like God always keeps us on the cutting edge, you know? Oh, wow, wow. We're tuned in to what are we supposed to be doing? Because, mm. you know, it's a blessing to have a talent and have a gift, yes. but yes. it's even more of a blessing when we are properly aligned with 
are, you know, with purpose. Mm. So this project that I've been working on, I'm really excited about. I have a new book that's coming out. Yeah. And the book, the, the working title is called Worth the Wait. Mm. So we have what, what I'm also doing is what I would call a companion to the book is a new song, a new album called um what, I'm sorry, what's the song called? I'm blanking out. Um uh Wait on You. So Ooh. it's a companion. So this yeah, so the song is a companion to the book. It's called Wait on You. And the book is called Worth the Wait. Mm. And uh, it was just really inspired. Uh, I, I was inspired to write the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've always been inspired uh, many times out of things that I've personally went through and yeah, yeah. things that I've had to overcome. And uh, I was married for 30, I was married 28 years together, mm. 30 years. Wow. And I divorced uh, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And even once I came out of that relationship, getting into uh, at a certain point, decided, okay, I'm going to get back. I'm back out on the market. And, yeah, yeah. You know, time to start dating and mm-hmm. and thinking about, relate, uh, you know, relationships. And I found that the world is, it, things are much different than what they were when I was dating mm-hmm. at 16. Mm-hmm. And uh, to much, much to my surprise, there's uh, specifically, this was written and inspired from my journey over the mm-hmm. last five years. Mm-hmm. Um especially in the Christian community. So okay. it's really to encourage other young people that are single mm-hmm. and um, one, just to know that you're worth the wait because wow. there's so much, there's just so much compromise. That's one of the things that I saw. I was really surprised at, mm. at from, uh, I'll just speak from the women and yeah. I guess you could say it relates to the men too, but how, yeah. how the standard we've lowered our standards mm. just to have a relationship, just to be in relations um, uh, because we don't want to sit with the loneliness. We don't want to sit with our brokenness. Mm. We don't want to press in because it, it mm. takes time. Healing takes time um, and it's work. A lot of times it's work. Uh, so we have to be willing to, to wait one mm. for make sure that we are healed and that we're mm. whole before that, mm. before we're, putting ourselves on the market because when we when we do that prematurely we open ourselves up to how do I say it um a lot of disappointment a lot of hurts yeah. because yeah. we're making decisions out of our brokenness wow wow and that I like to call that looking for love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces uh yeah. which is really important uh you really hit on something really really deep when you said that weight on you because a lot of women are just so desperate like you said it's a different game now than it was you know 20, 30 years ago and things. And when you say wait on you, it's like you're waiting for the right purpose. But you said something really key, alignment with purpose. Because if you're not in alignment with your purpose, then here comes somebody that that is not supposed to be in your life. And if you're not in alignment, then now you're going to start having these problems because they're going one direction and you're going another direction. And I know that's one of the things that's really dear to your heart when you talk to women specifically. You know, how do you help the women to understand that they have to be in alignment with their purpose so that while they're waiting in that process, uh, because I know that's ministry and I know that's a big part of your life. How do you help them to wait so that the wrong person doesn't come and get a a grip on them and, and, and help them and take them to a different direction and out of their purpose because they're, they want what they want, but if they're not waiting on God to give them the direction then they can go in a path that leads them down a dark place and that yes. puts more brokenness into their life, puts more loneliness into their life because they're with someone, but they're not happy. So how do you help these women to navigate through those times so that they don't have to have 
um, you know, help them to slay those dragons <laughs> that's coming along. I think that uh, one of the things, the most important thing is pursuing your relationship with God. So mm -hmm. that's the first thing. That's what's key is, is basically making sure that your relationship is, is, is mm. in alignment with the father. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. That is where the true love, that is where the healing, mm. that is where mm. the deliverance is, mm. which a lot of times when you're coming out of a bad relationship or um, a lot of, a lot of uh, women in our, in our culture, they've mm. dealt with a lot of um, abuse and things and trauma and trauma. So yeah. we have a lot of that going on. So there's a lot of healing that's needed. So mm. for properly uh, pursuing God, our relationship with God, with our, our with our heavenly father. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, loving yourself. Right. And you know, it's the self-love because mm. you really, uh, once you, once you know what, what your, mm. how do I say it? What your value is. Yes. Yes, yes. Knowing what mm. your value is, you won't accept anything less than what your value is. You know, mm. You mm. liken it to a beautiful diamond. You're not going to sell mm. a diamond for five dollars because you know wow. it's value. Wow. And we have a lot of women who I just believe because of the abuse, because of the trauma, it 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 affects your low self. It, it affects mm. your esteem. Yes. So we yes. have a lot of low self esteem that we're dealing with, and we need to be healed. Mm. Who, who, the best place to go, and and I do talk about therapy in the book mm. because therapy mm. it helps. But wow. the, the best place to go is to your heavenly Father. For that wow. healing because wow. he knows wow. their bodies he mm. knows what happened mm. and you know he knows exactly where you know you sit with a therapist you may have to go through about four or five ses sessions before <laughs> they can pinpoint exactly <laughs> what the core and the root of of the pain is you don't have to do that with our heavenly father he knows wow wow that's awesome who are some of your inspirations in music because um you know it's a therapy in and of itself and i know since you've been so immersed in music for so long who were some of your early inspirations uh, in the music area? Wow. I would go back as far as Tremaine Hawkins. Wow. Wow. Age, I was a little girl, but Tremaine <laughs> Hawkins, uh, Yolanda That's Adams. Adams. That's Yolanda a good one. That's C a good one. C C Winans, those yes. would be, if I had to ask, if someone asked for the top three. Yeah. Yeah. Those are heavy hitters. Those are the heavy hitters. Those are the ones that's going to be, that's legendary. They're very legendary. Now, as we talked about, you know, you mentioned your book, uh, Worth the Wait. Um, and as you're helping women to navigate through those those dark places of brokenness and loneliness in some of those areas, um, worth the wait. When they get to that place and they feel like I'm there now because you are you are there now. You, you are worth it. And you've been there, done that. Explain to us the journey that you had to go through with Worth the Wait, because it got you to this place where you said, God. Thank you. Just, you know, one big word. So what does that mean to you worth the wait? Wow. You know, it's personal. Like I said, it's my, it is my personal journey. And in this book, wow. I'm very transparent about mm. what I went through. Um, you know, wow. Feeling, uh, you know, I thought I was ready to get back out and start dating. Mm. I was really mm. excited about finding yeah. love and I mm. didn't realize just how much, uh, I was still hurting and, wow. and, and how much wow. healing was still needed. I didn't realize how much my, my own mm. personal self-esteem had been impacted. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I know what I, if, you know, at the time I felt like I was fine. I was ready. Mm. I was excited. Wow. I had waited about a year and a half. I had been separated from my mm. 
my mm-hmm. ex-husband at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I got back out into the market, uh, like I said, there's a lot of deception. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, I'm a church girl. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, remember, I do recall a time or two my ex-husband saying, you're sheltered, like you've lived your mm-hmm. life in a bubble. And mm-hmm. I found out that is the truth. Um, wow, you know, I wow. pretty much go to church, go to work. And I have my family. That that was mm. enough to really fill my space and my time, and as wow. well as my in, entrepreneurial in, endeavors. Mm-hmm. But getting back out there, I, I, this is what I would liken it to. And mm-hmm. I talk about this in the book. Mm-hmm. When you think about the animal kingdom, and you think about yeah. lions. Lions sit back in the jungle, mm-hmm. and they watch. They sit and they they watch and they wait. Mm. And when they do, they'll wait and they'll see uh, some animals. They come out, yeah. you know, in a group in a pack, right? Mm-hmm. What they do, they watch and they wait for the one that's injured. Mm. And then when they see the one, they lock in on the one that's injured, they make their attack. Yeah. All of the other animals are able to escape. And the one that's limping, well, that's yeah. the one that gets caught. And that's the one that ends up being their dinner. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so not knowing that you're actually how do I say it, that you're, you know, you're, you need healing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that really can hurt. And that's what happened mm. with me. I got into a, a relationship mm. and like I said, at the time I thought I was fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I've had necessary, there's necessary steps that I took in my mind. Wow. Um, I was, I, at, even at that time, I want to say this, I was a, you know, I was in the church. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, there being a time where I backslid. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Gentleman. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't pre-planned or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and I, yeah. I remember getting caught in that situation and just, yeah. oh my God, going before God and, yeah. and repenting. And yeah, I, but I'll put it like this. I, I, let, I opened myself up to more. Mm, um, mm. You know, when you cross that line, when there's a line yeah. in the sand and you cross yes. that line, yeah. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're getting mm. yourself into. Mm. And I really found myself spiraling down, you mm. know, and I'm talking about with sexual immorality. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and that being a stronghold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I want to say this. I recall going to church. I, st- mm. I still went to church. I, I knew yeah. to repent. I knew yeah. I knew to run. I was like David. I knew to run to, run to the father. Yes. Um, yes. I didn't run away. I would run to him and, and talk to him and say, look, I don't mm. want to be here. What's wrong mm. with me? And mm. Why can't I just break free from this? Mm. And mm. I, I would also go to church and I would look around and I would look mm. at some of the other single women. And I remember... Yeah. There were times where I just felt that so much guilt, and I would mm. say, "What's wrong with me? Like, mm. why am I I'm like everyone else has it together? Yeah, why can't yeah. I get it together? Yeah, yeah." And, and I want to, and I bring that up, and it's mm. so important. I feel like even in my book to talk about this because as I as I got into a path where God delivered me, and mm. I received the healing that I needed and the freedom that I needed. I was mm. able to be open to talk to others about it. I was able to talk to other women and say that, you know what, I was bound. Mm. Um, I was, mm. I was in mm. sin. You know, mm. I, I was, mm. I was sitting in the church and still in sin and yeah, yeah. bound. Yeah. And yeah. when I began to share that, one by one, other women, I was there too. Yeah. I dealt with that, and I'm like, I was in shock. I'm like, oh mm. my god, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. And I, why aren't we talking about this? Like yeah. we need one another, especially yeah. in. Yeah. Singles, we, we we hear in many churches, we hear about couples ministry, mm. we hear about the children's ministry, but a lot of times we don't have any support and there's nothing for singles. And what's happening, mm. there are a lot of singles, they're failing. Yes. They're, failing. Yes. they're coming yeah. to church every Sunday yeah. and they have to put on a face and they're failing and they wow. don't feel like 
there's, you know, they're not hearing anybody else's testimonies of victory mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. they've overcome. They're not hearing mm-hmm. that. Wow, God mm-hmm. can keep me. I can mm-hmm. be saved and still not be in sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. I can raise mm-hmm. my hand now and I can say that, you know, mm-hmm. I got married at 18. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. I was married for 28 years and mm-hmm. I'm saying this. I came home every day to legs and thighs. Yeah. I never, yeah, yeah. I, I never had yeah. to worry about being a temptation. Yeah, so yeah. now being a single woman, I'm like, mm. wow, I'm presented with something new. Mm. And and I can say that now that I'm mm. free. I'm so grateful to God. I'm even grateful for the testimony. I'm even grateful for the fall because mm. I, I really, uh, it, it, how do I say it? I was, my relationship with God is even closer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I hate to say it, but I was at a point as a Christian where mm. I, like I said, I didn't have to worry about that. So mm. I saw myself in a sense of like, well, I got that together. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, there are scenarios like this happen in your life where you really begin to see, wow, I need Jesus, too. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, how do I say it? I, I, I don't want to say I was a good girl, but yeah, I was yeah. a good girl. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, God, he, Jesus, he sent it. I mean, God sent his son, Jesus, for all of us. Yeah, you know, all yes. of our brokenness for healing, for deliverance, mm, set the mm. captive free, yeah, yeah. and that, and nobody is exempt from that. We've all entered into this world in mm. sin, and uh, this book is re- basically explaining to you know know your value yeah. and that you're worth the wait, and it's important to get the healing that you need and to sit with that. You know, it's, yeah. it, when you're single, there they're going to be lonely days. Yeah, it's, yeah, it comes along with the territory, mm-hmm. but uh, just knowing your value. And uh, we're not going to put ourselves on the clearance rack. Mm, mm. You know, we're we're, wow. we, we're worth it. We're worth yeah. it. Yeah. And, and I, queens. I, yeah. I think that's such an important message to drive home because you were so clear on that, you know, worth the wait. If an individual does not know their worth, then they will just give themselves up and give themselves over, not realizing that there's somebody out there that would take take everything, that whole package. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and I think that's one of the things you mentioned women that are that low self-esteem and they're they're not talking or, you know, they're in the church and they're going to church or or they're around people, but they're still broken. There's loneliness. There's 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 bitterness. There's resentment. There's rebellion from a man that did something to them. They've got all this going on, all this baggage that they're carrying. And it and it, and it just does a, a it takes a beating on them and it causes trauma into their lives. And so. They don't really feel they're worth it, first of all. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why this message is so important. This book is so important because women need to understand, women and men need to understand that they are valued, that, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they are a masterpiece because they are a piece of the master. And I think it's so important to understand that they need to really, as you say, be alignment with their purpose because being in alignment will help them to know their worth, you know, because they're created in the image of God and God does not make no junk. You know what I'm saying? He's not in the junk business. And so it's, it's really important. And that's why I want people to get this book because it's going to open up something. It's going to help cover up. It's going to help them with the brokenness, the loneliness, helping them to understand how to be in alignment with their purpose. And that is so key. And I think if you're male or female, you need to understand that, understand your worth and the song you know, wait on you is just so key because all of that builds up to waiting on that right person. But they have to know who they are in order to be able to know 
um, who, if they know whose they are, then they'll be able to be in more alignment with the whole thing. So I think that's so key. I'm looking forward to just, um, you know, reading it and sharing it with friends and things, because that is so key today. It's a right now word. That's a right now. That's a book for this time, you know, that we're in and things like that. And, and I can see why when you're working with women, helping them to understand that, as you said, being transparent, helping them sharing your story with them helps them to open up and to be able to be free, you know, and to be able to talk about it and say, why isn't this in the church? And why can't we have, you know, talk about this in more dialogue? Because there's men that are struggling and they don't have nobody to turn to. And then the women are struggling. They don't have anybody to turn to. And they, they they want to kind of connect together, but they're afraid of if they're not delivered, what's going to happen? You know, the dynamic, you know, and, and so you kind of make these, you gel together with people and you're gelling, but then yet you're not delivered because you have that residue of the world still on you, you know, and unless that's washed off or unless you're really delivered, you really, you can get into entanglements, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's really, really important um, to people to understand that, um, you know, with, with, with being a singer and being an actress and, and dealing with real estate. Oh my goodness. That's, you have such a full plate and you're a producer, <laughs> you know, you're a producer and a branding consultant. How do you find time to, to, to put all of these, you know, singing and an actress and, you know, a producer and a speaker traveling all over speaking? How do you have time to put all this together to just say, okay, it's me time. You know what I'm saying? How do you have time for the balance? Because you have a full plate and what God is, is putting into you, you have to give out. You can't hold it to yourself. Okay. So how do you have time to have a balance and, and what do you do for balance? Because a lot of women are juggling you know, work and career and, you know, children and family and relationships. How do you have time to balance all of that together and just keep a smile on the end of your face at the end of the day, knowing God, I'm still in alignment with you? Well, I will say one thing that's important to me is I do observe the the day of the Sabbath. Well, I'll say Sundays, you know, I I have a day that's a non-negotiable for me where one, I can feel back up Mm. because we're like a glass of water. We fill up you know, fill up the glass and then yeah. we empty ourselves out. But wow. I just make sure that I get filled back up. Mm, you know, one of mm. that is spiritually, uh, we cannot neglect the spiritual side. So mm. I, I'm, I'm sitting in church on a, on a, on a Sunday morning. That's where you'll mm. find me. I want to get filled back up. Um, and I think one of the things that keeps my balance is just every morning, my mm. the first thing, making God first. And what mm. that means for me is pressing is, is bl- uh, blocking out. We have 24 hours a day. Wow. At that time for me to connect with the father, to feel his presence, to hear the voice of the, uh, hear his, the Holy spirit speaking. Yes. To me, yes. Give me direction so that I'm not kind of like all over the place and pulling wow. my hair out. We, we can do anything. We know that <laughs> the Bible tells us all things through Christ. Yes. But we can't do it. We can't do everything all at the same time. That's true. Very true. Just, you know, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit as to mm. the timing. What What am I supposed to be doing right now in mm. this season? You know, when it comes to my music, haven't been in the studio in over ten years. Mm. You know? mm. But I But I also have an opportunity on Sunday mornings and through worship and praise and worship, being a worship right. leader to be able to still use my gifts and share with people, and sometimes on social media. Mm. So, you know, it's just, it, it is a delicate balance. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in tune with the Holy Spirit and my Heavenly Father is what allows me to, you know, to stay sane. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And um, hey, 
a girl every now and then to get a nice pedicure and uh, <laughs> it doesn't hurt either, you know. That's <laughs> so true. So true. You know, Sharice, you've done a lot in your life. You've come a long way and God has been there with you as a constant companion throughout the whole time, through the good days, the bad days, the difficult times and things like that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this Guinness World Record because you are a Guinness World Record holder. Everybody doesn't have a chance to have that in their life, that title in their life. Um, how did that come about and what does that mean to you? Okay, well, okay, I had the opportunity uh, with Nestle Tollhouse, uh, and this kind of goes back into more on the acting side. Yes, uh, yes, yes. I those opportunities, and uh, they were they were auditioning uh, a few people in Chicago. They, they okay. wanted to select, I think, about seven or eight of us. Okay. Uh, recreational bakers, people that love food. And it, it, it kind of goes along with my food background, my love for food, <laughs> with the cooking show and yeah. uh, the cookbook, all of that, all those things. So I was really excited about the opportunity. Uh, and what they did, it was called Bake Some Good, which was 100 days of baking for good, for good causes. Wow. So it was a beautiful opportunity because we actually uh, could pick specific organizations that we had stories, you know, life stories, mm -hmm. uh, connections to, and we could select those uh, nonprofit organizations and we, we would do, we'd show up on a given day, you know, mm -hmm. it would be, of mm -hmm. course, you know, it, it, it was already uh, mm -hmm. worked out with the, the staff and everything. Yeah. And yeah. We'd show up with uh, all these baked goods for the staff and it was our way to say thank you for what they do in the community, but it was wow. 100 days straight of this. Wow. So it's a lot of baking. And <laughs> you know, when we sat down and, and, and they thought about what would be a, a nice way to climax this, you know, we're baking yeah. for good for 100 days. Mm. And, and it was like, why not break uh, or make a world record of the yeah. longest time? So wow. I, mean, I jumped, I, I, I totally, I'm like, I'm on for it, you know? So I believe it was 26 hours. I think we did either 24, 26 hours straight of baking. Wow. wow. And what that meant to me, uh, I felt that it was something that my, I did that for my children mm -hmm. and for my mm -hmm. grandchildren. Yes. That wasn't, yes, that yes. wasn't for me. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I wanted to leave a, you know, a legacy. I yes. Wanted to yes. These, these clues and these droppings that, mm -hmm. you know, your grandmother, she believed in herself mm, mm. and uh, she seized opportunity and how anything is possible. You put your mind to it. So I wanted my life to speak of that, not just my mm. voice, not wow. just telling them that. I wanted, when I'm gone, I wanted mm. that to be a legacy, something that my mm. grandchildren will say, well, look what grandma did. If grandma mm. can do this, surely I can push through this right now. Right, and I can right. overcome whatever I'm going through. Mm. Uh, so that was important to me. So I, I was just so excited <laughs> to have that, to be afforded that opportunity. Wow. that That's awesome. That is awesome. And that is legacy. That is legacy because a lot of people are trying to think, what should I leave? Should I leave a little bit of money or a little, and the money goes, you know, the kids spend it up. And so what's left. And so, you know, thinking about generational blessings like that is so key and so important. And, and speaking of, you know, legacy, you know, you're a branding and media consultant. What would you like to say to young people out there that are just getting started and they're trying to find their way? They're like, OK, I know what I'd like to do, um, but but they don't have all of the necessary nuggets as far as a foundation to get started. You know, what things would you share with someone that's out there that's in that industry? And they're just like, OK, I'm just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. But then they're not necessarily in alignment 
with their 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 purpose, so to speak. They just say, I kind of like this. So as a as a branding and media consultant, what would you say to a young person that's getting started? They might be in college or they may have just got their degree and they're now getting ready to go off that launching pad. Um, what I would say is, one, don't be don't be afraid. OK, OK. Um, that's you know, push past your fears. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, and there's no such thing as perfection. Yes. So you're you're going to make mistakes along the way. Mm. Uh, but uh, there, the, mm. I say there are many, there are, I've, all, I've always been taught, there are many starters. Yes, you know, yes. A lot of starters. Yeah. But there are very few finishers. That's so true. So be a good finisher and always work in a, in a spirit of excellence in whatever mm. it is you do. Mm. And, and another one of the keys that my life keys is that nothing is ever wasted. So sometimes people get frustrated with, well, you know, I started off doing this and then uh, I, I shifted and now I'm doing yeah. this. Nothing yeah. is ever wasted. And it may be 10 years from now where mm. you see, oh, wow. Okay. When I was working this particular job or mm. I was doing going after this specific thing, I see how it all ties in. I started off in music. I started off in music. Yeah. So yeah. Music production. Mm. I didn't know when I, you know, when I started in music production that I would end up doing television, but wow. that, but all those years being in the studio to two or three in the morning. Oh my wow. goodness. It paid off like having to write songs on the way to mm. the studio for a client. Mm. I mean, mm. it paid off when I got into television and I needed to write a song. Um, and, and uh, you know, I know for our TV show, yeah, we, yeah. Received, uh, we received a, uh, it's called Kids Synopsis. Okay. Award, a uh, nomination for that. Yeah. That for the best thing for the best uh, children's theme song for our TV wow. show. Wow. And that was, you know, that was amazing. That was in New York. We lost to Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I can take that. If I'm going to lose to anybody. There you go. You know, but my, I want to say something. My daughter yeah. wrote that song. Wow. You see what wow. I mean? Because yeah. we put pencil and paper to her and said, just give mm. it a shot. See, let's see. Mm. She wasn't a claimed writer. Wow. And what I want to say is there are gifts and talents in you that are still yet to be discovered. Wow. So that's why I said, have no fear and seize the opportunity. Mm. The acronym for poor is passing over opportunity repeatedly. Mm. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know, we, it's, there is so much that you have to give. I'm, I, you know, folks, I want you to get this book worth the wait. We're talking to Cerise Nicole, who is a real estate broker She's a branding and media expert. That information that she gives you is so, so rich. You need to take that and run with that. You can put that information in the bank. Uh, she's a producer, speaker, and Guinness World Record holder. Her singing, her next project she has coming is Wait On You. And we talked today about and being in alignment with your purpose, which is so key, because if you're in alignment with your purpose, it makes everything else seem so much smoother. Sharice, I want to thank you so much for being our special guest today. You have blessed the people. You've given them something to chew on and to work on. And so they have an assignment to be better, to be great, uh, because they are a piece of the master. And it's so important, as you said, to be in alignment with your purpose. That's what Sharice wants to leave with you today. And to the women out there that are struggling, that are trying to find out what's going on and how do I do that? Sharice, what is your contact information so they can get a hold of you? I want them to get the weight on you, the album that's coming out. Also, uh, worth the wait because a lot of women are still waiting on that person to come along 
So how can they get a hold of you to get your book, to get your album, and just to be able to contact you as a speaker or to purchase their next home? Thank <laughs> you. Okay, well, and if I can just interject really, really quick, the sure. song wait on, wait on You, it's twofold. It's waiting on God. Um, Lord, I'll wait on you. Mm-hmm. I won't get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to wait on the right person. So I just wanted to to throw that out there. Wow. Uh, you can, if anyone wants to reach me, uh, you can reach me uh, by my cell phone, 312-375-5988. Also, you can check my check me out on my website, which is www.sharice-nicole.com. Or uh, you can send me an email. I, I actually do respond to emails. So Sharice info. So I-N-F-O, like short for information at gmail.com. Wow. I want you all to take that information in. Her information will also be on our website as well uh, with Gifted. You know, friends, we're just about out of time right now. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, I want you to visit our website for updates and more information. Sharice's information will be on there as well. Please leave a comment at www.road2eternity.net. And remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.